how to start? Well, you know, it's just writing. I mean, here's something important to remember about dialogue. Every word matters. No, it doesn't. They're modern. I want to go to this place that I think it needs to go to. The only thing that counts is what you see on the screen. I will write like four or five, six hours a day. And it will be a voice made of ink and rage. Okay, I'm, re I'm really glad you asked me that question. Welcome to episode 373, where I sat down with actor and martial artist Scott Atkins. You've probably seen Scott in the Avengement film, the Undisputed series, or the Accident Man series, including his newest movie, Accident Man, Hitman's Holiday. He's also been featured in Day Shift with Jamie Foxx, the recent Netflix movie, the Hitman series, I think Hitman 4, American Assassin. And he's soon going to be in John Wick 4 alongside Keanu Reeves. He also has his own show, The Art of Action, on YouTube, where he interviews other stuntmen and martial artists. In this interview, we talk about co-writing films he wants to get made, influences in action, working with the Kirby Brothers, and the problem with shaky cam, along with what it means to be an entrepreneur in the stunt world. If it's your first time listening, make sure to subscribe. Also look for us on the Creative Principles YouTube series. You can see my interview with Scott, along with some of the clips and references we're talking about in this interview. That's Creative Principles on YouTube. Link below. Just growing up, being a big fan of Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Van Damme, Seagal, all the usual suspects, Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Chuck Norris. <laughs> you know, growing up, just uh, feeling um, inspired by those people and um, uh, being a lover of film in general, but really being drawn to those action heroes. Are there other aspects you've learned from these guys over the years? Because you really are um, doing a great job at longevity in the business, which can be hard in the stunt and fighting world. Like, is there anything specific you do to stay in shape or even business wise that you learn from these guys? Yeah, you just got to eat clean and stay healthy. And, uh, you know, um, health is fitness. You can't be fit without being healthy. And so you just got to look at, look at, look after your body and, you know, you are what you eat. So try not to eat too much crap all the time. Although, you know, I do indulge occasionally, but you've got to know when to, uh, say no. <laughs> So for some of these um, roles where you're the lead, what does a Scott Atkins screenplay look like? Like, what what are you certain things you look for in terms of character, but also in terms of action? Well, I guess the best way to answer that is just to look at something like Accident Man, which is a specific genre that's different to, you know, I don't always want to do the same sort of genre. This is a wacky, crazy, zany type of uh, bombastic movie, but I wrote it. Um, for myself, along with my writing partner, Stu Small, who is much more of a writer than I am. But, you know, I'm creating a project that allows me to express myself as a martial artist and, and, and do a lot of action, which obviously my fans want to see, but then also explore a bit of comedy and just make what I, you know, consider to be a, just an entertaining film from beginning to end. And not, you're not just watching it for the action, which some of my films from the past you may have been, but this one I think succeeds on every other level as well with some colorful characters, some great dialogue, uh, you know, good comedy that works, characters you care about, and just a lot of fun. So 
you know, there's a lot of different things. I'm writing some other stuff as well, which would, would be more serious, I suppose. But for now, um, I just wanted to do something really entertaining. What were some of the, so I talked to a lot of screenwriters. What were some of the logistics of your writing partnership? How did you guys kind of uh, just imagine a lot of talking and back and forth, but what were some of the logistics of that process? Well, Stu Small is great with dialogue. He's a very funny, witty guy. And uh, dialogue is something that I struggle with. So we kind of wrote the first one together and it was heavily based on the comic book anyway. So we just expanded on that story. The comic, if you made it into a movie, would have been about 40 minutes. So we expanded it out into 90 minutes. But for this one, um, and we'd written some other films together before, but for this one, we just worked on getting the story right and the structure. And it was almost a scene by scene this is what happens. And we throw that around a bit. And once we'd got that a full treatment, uh, knowing exactly what, what was going to go down, just let Stu take, take it then and, and, and write the dialogue and craft it into a, you know, a, a script. And uh, it was pretty much as we wanted it at that point. We'll say that when the Kirby's, the directors came on, they, they did have some great ideas that improved upon what, what we'd done as well. I remember uh, years ago, Jackie Chan talked about kind of having a lookbook of things that would later go into films as he come up with different ideas. Do you do something like that in between movies or what do you do with those ideas? No, I don't have a Jackie Chan, uh, <laughs> my stunts office like he did with all the, <laughs> the newspaper clippings on the wall and everything. He, I mean, that's, that's amazing the way he would uh, do that. He would keep ideas and he would use them in movies. That's a great idea. Um, I, I tend to uh, wake up from a dream and, and think, oh, that's a brilliant idea. Go back to sleep and then I've forgotten it forever. <laughs> but I just remember that I had a great idea. Um, so I need to do that. I need to write it down. Tell me about um, how did you meet the Kirby brothers and bring them onto this project? So George Kirby is a stuntman and he was the stunt double for one of the stunt doubles for Benedict Cumberbatch on uh, Doctor Strange, which I worked on. So I met him there and um, I saw their stuff on YouTube as well. They made some YouTube shorts and then they started doing like uh, another show on, on YouTube, which I was watching. It was like stuntman react type thing. And they approached me to play a part in a movie that they're trying to get off the ground. And uh, I was just like, guys, they, they made this proof of concept short and I was really blown away by it. And I, when I found out I needed a director for Accident Man 2, I was like, guys, I think do you want to direct Accident Man 2. And I, I thought that'd be great. And I am happy to say that I was right. I can spot talent. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit about your show as well. So you have a YouTube series called The Art of Action. It's kind of an interview series. You've also got some other things you're doing on there. How do you think about like what led to that show and how do you think about being kind of an entrepreneur in the stunt world? An entrepreneur in the stunt world. Oh, I like the sound of that. Never thought of it that way. Um, it was the pandemic. I was bored. I needed something to do. I thought, I've got an idea. Why don't I interview other action guys and have a chat about the art of action? And it became very popular and I spoke to some of the greats and like an encyclopedia of martial arts movie stars and directors and stuntmen and it still continues and uh there were three sides to it really i get to geek out and interview people like cynthia rothrock that i grew up loving as a kid and just 
do that side of things. It kept me relevant, to be honest, to talk to people like Chad Stahelski and, you know, other big action directors. And uh, lo and behold, I end up in John Wick 4 and uh, Day Shift. So I think maybe it helped keep me relevant. And then the other thing was just to be able to document and talk about and analyze the art of action and what it takes to make good action and to have something that is there on YouTube that an aspiring filmmaker can can look at and genuinely like go through action filmmaking school and uh, learn how to shoot good action and not make the mistakes that other people have made, hopefully if they're paying attention. Are, are there some common mistakes that come to mind? Because I have a lot of listeners or a lot of uh, screenwriters and directors. What are some common mistakes? In- shaky cam. Shaky cam, yeah. Don't film it like the... Uh, don't film it like the Greengrass movies. Greengrass did it did it cleverly. I wouldn't choose yeah. to film the action that way myself, but there was a reason why he did it, and it wasn't so that you couldn't see the action and it was easier to hide the misgivings of the performers. He was doing it because that was the style throughout the whole film, right? Like a fly-on-the-wall documentary mm-hmm. approach, and out of all the people that have done it, he does it the best. But then that became a style, and because it's easy to, you know, if somebody, two people are fighting and they're not very good and you just do this with the camera, then you don't really see what's going on. You can only hear it. And uh, maybe you think you just saw a good action sequence if you're stupid, but actually you didn't. You just heard it. You didn't see shit. And so that became like for 10 years, that was a way of shooting action, which was appalling to me. Absolutely mm-hmm. appalling. And they're still doing it that way in some respects. And the other, the fourth reason for the art of action was to try and put a stop to it. Um, it's much better to see the action, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, even Nolan did it in the Batman movies. Couldn't see what was going on in the action. Yet when he was filming the Batmobile, you could see everything. It was mm-hmm. framed nicely, brilliant. But then when somebody started fighting, the wrong angles, man, the wrong angles. Nolan's a great filmmaker, but he got it wrong. So I think some of that started with like Lethal Weapon. But yeah, when the Bourne movies came out, they're moving with the action as opposed to some of the other ones are just obviously cheaping at the the actor they've hired or the stuntman or whatever is is not able to. Because I think, do you think it all started also with like Matt Damon and Keanu Reeves getting in such good shape and doing the fights themselves that other actors had to kind of mimic that? Is that kind of the problem as well? Well, Keanu is the ultimate for that. Went through six months of training for the Matrix Mm. and, you know, put the effort in. Most actors aren't prepared to do that. In fact, a lot of actors turned down that movie because they weren't prepared to do it. And then they must have been like, ah, damn, I should have done the training because the Matrix was amazing. Um, You've got to put the effort in. There are actors that do that. Keanu Reeves is one of them. Chris Hemsworth is one of them. Charlize Theron on Atomic Blonde definitely put the effort in. And then there's there's others that will phone it in. And it's not easy, you know. Um, it's not easy to do it right. It's painful. It's time-consuming. It hurts. Um, but, yeah. You, it's better to fill the frame with beautiful action, lovely m- movement. You want to you know, Batman is covered in Kevlar. And yet in the Nolan movies, he's fighting with Casey, which is this very defensive martial art. Mm-hmm. That man's covered in, Ke- in Kevlar, man. He should just be going through, smash- smashing through people 
And that's exactly what he did with the Zack Snyder films, mm. which, I will, you know, I prefer the Nolan movies, but the way Batman fought in the Snyder movies was perfect. Mm-hmm. And it was shot brilliantly. Snyder understands how to shoot action. You can see it in the 300 movies. You see it in every movie he's done. He gets it. If only Batman had fought like that in, in the Chris Nolan films. Do you have anything else? I think we're almost out of time. Uh, Anything else you want to say about, I know you're in John Wick 4, you mentioned anything about working with Keanu Reeves or preparing for that movie? Can't really talk about it other than to say I'm a huge fan of the John Wick movies. They are the best modern day action films in my opinion. So to come into the franchise was a great thrill. And um, yeah, there's some serious stuff going to go down. You guys are in for a treat. I know too much. I wish I could let you know what's in my brain, but I can't. It's going to be it's going to be great, though. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the show. So many great lessons on screenwriting there. If you're looking for some more information, though, some more about the craft of writing for television, uh, we have a new course called Script Mastermind, where we have 21 of our proven experts telling you how to write for television, how to write a screenplay, how to break in, things like that. Uh, this includes shows of Gordon Levitt, Judd Apatow, also the writers of shows like Handmaid's Tale, Mosquito Coast, Hunters, Solar Opposites, Resident Alien, WandaVision, the list goes on and on. Check that out. Uh, you can get this all right now for $1 at scriptmastermind.com television. That is the television screenwriting masterclass. It is at scriptmastermind.com television. We'll see you next time with a new episode.